Entertaining and informative, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, is on the air. 77 WABC. W. Yeah. A. BC Talk Radio 77. It's Friday afternoon. Now, normally at this time we have fanfare for Her Highness. I'm going to skip the fanfare today because I want to get right to it. Princess Di, thank you for joining us, Your Majesty, Your Highness. Forgive me for not playing your fanfare and don't behead me, please. (laughs) I am so happy to hear from you, Sir James, anytime. Thank you. I wanted to get right to it because we have a lot to talk about in the time that we have. Let us start with the John F. Kennedy Profile in Courage Awards. Now, I remember reading Profiles in Courage when I was a kid. It was one of the books that I read. And little did I know at the time when I was reading Profile in Courage, I hadn't read the whole story about PT-109, nor had I read the involvement of Joe Kennedy Sr. in making PT-109 the big national historic story that it was. All that aside, after PT-109, now this becomes the Kennedy Camelot Award, the Profiles in Courage, and It is supposed to represent the ongoing, these are the most heroic of hero people in America. And they are, of course, picked by the JFK Library Foundation. And this year, the JFK Library Foundation has included among the potential recipients of the Profile and Courage Award, none other than Elizabeth Cheney. Oh, and by the way, that president of Ukraine, that uh, Zelensky guy. But they, but they have nominated their true hero, Elizabeth Cheney. <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> well, you know the old phrase: "Those who can do, and those who can't cheat, uh, teach." <laughs> yes. Well, in this case, it's those who can do, and those who can't give each other awards. And so this is a political leftist crown from the left, primarily, who are so excited when anyone goes against Donald J. Trump. And one of the tweets that exemplify this is from Occupy Democrats who tweeted, big slap in the face to Trump. They get so excited when there's anything that, in their view, makes Trump look bad. You know this isn't going to have any effect on anything, and she's getting the award from the people she tried to please, and that is all she's going to get is left as sort of, although they don't like giving awards to Cheney's, they're going to grin and bear it in this case because they think it's a slap in the face to Trump. Yeah, I wonder what's next. Are they going to also ask Halliburton if they'd like to get a Profile in Courage Award, too? Maybe. (laughs) Exactly. Well, interestingly enough, her quote is, in America, we have seen how fragile our democratic institutions can be, and we have learned that they do not defend themselves. That was her quote when she was told she got this award. So she thinks of herself as defending democrat institutions, and to that I say— Thank the Lord for the people who are defending liberty by throwing you out on your rump. Thank you. And we hope that that is certainly the outcome uh, this coming November. All right, let's talk Kevin McCarthy now. Kevin McCarthy (laughs) made a big deal the other day. This is the, the Senate, I'm sorry, the House Minority Leader who wants to become the House Majority Leader. The Speaker, yes. If he 
if Republicans do take over the House in the midterm elections, as everyone is forecasting, except for one or two lonely holdouts. So, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy, there's a new book. The book, okay, this will not pass, Trump, Biden, and the battle for America's future. In the mm-hmm. book, the authors reveal that Kevin McCarthy had been bad-mouthing Donald Trump. And Kevin McCarthy rushes out, no, 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 this is fake news. I never, oh, I never bad-mouth Donald Trump. Not me. I'm a Trump butt-kisser. Not me. I kiss every inch of his butt all the time. And I'll even plant a kiss on my own lips after I get through kissing his butt. Okay? So, that's what he wanted us to believe. They had audio. They had audio. They had audio because Kevin, here's a here's something you should learn, Kevin, pal, Kevin. Your own caucus will sell your ass out because they're Republicans. And Republicans love selling other Republicans out to the mainstream press, especially to the Amazon Prime Washington Post or to the New York Times. They sold out Romney. He had a fundraiser. Everything he said was on TV the next day. They'll sell out any Republican. And now they've sold you out. And they made you look like a total freaking liar that you are in national politics. Now, so after... I just have been enjoying this story so much because, as you know, I am not a fan of the Republican leadership that has been in leadership for my whole adult life. And this is exactly who they are. And Kevin McCarthy has been pretending. To, and I, I, the thing that's interesting about this is I think the impact politically on the midterm elections, which I think was why this was leaked, is going to be zero, because Republican voters already know this about the Republican leadership. The guy is spineless, as the New York Times uh, mentioned, that he appears uncertain and indecisive. So we, we know this. He can't be trusted. He's a liar. He's a backbiter. He's a backstabber. And all of the other things that we know about him, that he actually wanted Trump to leave. And Mitch McConnell is covered in this story. And he said the Democrats are going to take care of the son of a bitch for us, meaning in impeachment, they were going to get rid of Trump. So Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are revealed as the traitors and saboteurs that we know they are. So I don't think this is going to affect the vote at all. I think we know this about our leadership. I think we're enjoying when they are held up publicly as the pusillanimous weaklings that they are. The other thing that's interesting, James, about this is the early reporting is that Trump himself is not upset about this, which is fascinating because the reason given, this was in The Hill and some other reporting sources close to Trump, they basically say that Trump now knows they have to kiss his MAGA ring and they have to they have become politically weaker so that if he does make another run for it they have to demonstrate constantly their loyalty because he has been made stronger by this revelation Trump has and the republican leadership has been revealed as who they are which is weak 
So to me, that is an interesting wrinkle, is that Trump would probably prefer weak leadership in these positions that he can control rather than strong characters who we would prefer in in Congress that would give him a fight. So I think that is the political interest on this, is that Trump is perfectly happy to see these guys embarrassed so that he has more political strength. All right. Now, let let us talk about something here. And and this is one of the reasons I wanted to get to this so we could have time to talk about this. For years, uh, Princess Di, the Republican base has wondered, why is it that every election season we elect all these conservatives, right? They all come out, no matter where they live, except for the Sue Collins types who we know are Sue Collins doesn't have to be anybody other than Sue Collins. And she's going to get elected if she does a good enough job being Sue Collins. And by the way, for the most part, I like Sue Collins because I understand who she is and I don't expect her to be anything other than who she is. Right. So I don't get my hopes up for Sue Collins on certain votes. And then when she does pull for the Republicans, I'm grateful for it because that's who she is. Unlike Lisa Murkowski, who's just a total winch, but that's another story. Now, so we all look at it and we say, we elected these people. They all ran as conservatives. Now they're in Washington, and now we're upset with them because they're not delivering. We watched them stab President Trump in the back time after time. We've watched what they've done over the years. We've watched how, for instance, they never defended Rush Limbaugh but always wanted something from him with their hands out and wanted him to do carry their water every election season. We've been watching this, Diana, for decades. Yes. Why does this? And here's my theory, and I wanted to get yours. There are about 40 real conservatives in the House of Representatives. They're in the Freedom Caucus, and that's it. The rest of these people that run around every election in the Republican Party saying they're conservatives, they're not conservatives. They're not necessarily card-carrying rhinos either. Some of them are, and those we know, like the Mitt Romneys, he's a rhino. Like the late John McCain was a rhino. And some of the others, they are total rhinos. But then there are this other group, and it is a large group. They're middle of the road Republicans. They don't wanna they don't wanna annoy their Democrat friends on the hill. And they wanna go home and they wanna play nice. And they don't wanna be in this political warfare business that these mean conservatives want to be in. And so my theory is there never has been a conservative Congress. What is your theory? I agree with you. And I think part of it, as Rush used to always talk about, is who owns that town? Who is in charge of the social events in that town? It's the left. It's the Democrat leadership. And Republicans, if they want to have a social life, have to do exactly what we see they they have been doing for decades since Newt Gingrich, basically, is they betray. That's how you get news coverage. If you betray the Republican Party, if you rush to the cameras, you are going to get coverage. You're going to be vetted. You're going to be complimented. You're going to get, you know, appearances in the media and all kinds of of support from your own town. I just read today the wealthiest counties 
in America are in Maryland and Virginia. These are the these are the people who work in Washington. That is where their bread is buttered, including most of the Republican Party. This, if they want to have be kissed by the lobbyists, if they want to get invited to the best parties, if they want to be seen by the media, which is the trade paper, the Washington Post, as somebody worth paying attention to, they're going to betray their voters. And they've been doing it for decades. And I think one of the things that Donald J. Trump did for the rest of the country is reveal how deeply corrupt the Republican Party has been. I think a lot of us who've been paying attention sensed this, but we now see it. And I don't think there's any putting that genie back in the bottle. And I think it's going to affect this election particularly, where you have many more MAGA uh, candidates who are going to be going to Washington. Thank you, Princess Di. Appreciate it as always. You're brilliant. You're brilliant analysis. We look forward to catching up with you on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza tomorrow. By the way, we're going to be debuting a new song from Chris Jasper of the Isley Brothers tomorrow morning. You're going to want to keep and Ooh. yeah, the whole <clears throat> the whole three hours tomorrow starting at seven AM. We'll be back. Thank you, Princess Di. Thank you, James. We'll be back right after this.